Welcome to Talking Not Ranting. My name is Alistair Field. And I'm Greg Smith. You've dropped in on our current series, The Struggle to Be a Good Manager, and today's episode, The Pronouncement. Let's set the stage. Greg and I have been friends for a long time, and this is episode two on a recording day. We have not recorded a second episode, maybe two years. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm taking off to the sunshine. And, um, for at least for a, uh, five, six days. And, uh, so I will be very relaxed. So we figured we better do two in a row. Cause next week my brain will be, uh, dreaming. I will be in dreamland. So, uh, the, the podcast won't be as good. So we're going to do two in a row. That's it. So let, let's just get this situation clear. You're going somewhere to golf. Yes. And I'm going to be back here editing this. Perfect. That's great. And I, I'm, I will, I will take, uh, a couple moments to reflect and, and appreciate you uh, on uh, after my 18 holes of golf and sitting around having a cool beverage with uh, with my uh, high school friends in uh, 27 degrees Celsius weather. That's awesome, my friend. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I want to see you though. Um, when was the last time you golfed? Oh, uh, October. When was the last time you golfed 18 holes? Oh. The last oh yeah I honestly I can't remember it's probably oh you're right <laughs> because I've been I've been golfing over the over COVID we've been just doing nine holes uh, and it's been great you know an early morning session for work and community and connecting you're able to be outside you're right I never thought of that eighteen holes that's going to be long now we're going to have carts so uh, yeah you're going to be smoked buddy yeah I will be I will be <laughs> you know the old guy falling asleep uh, going to the early bird dinners in Florida. Uh, getting the discounts and then uh, going uh, like the old uh, the the you know the March break parties will be happening and it'll be uh, uh, seven o'clock and the, the the house with the old golfers will be snoring. It'll be dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's get back to work, Greg. All right. Okay. So Greg and I have been friends for a long time. We've spoke, both spent a great deal of our careers as managers. We have both benefited from other people assisting us in our management development. In every episode, we're going to discuss a situation where we and others have missed the mark. We will start at the perspective of the employee and move on from there. And we're going to discuss how we have observed others successfully manage these situations and what we have learned from that. And we're always going to have an underlying theme of a good discussion. And I think we're going to have a good discussion about this, Greg. Yeah, this is a good one. We've definitely, um, I've definitely experienced this as the receiver of this and maybe from time to time. Or maybe once I was uh, the deliverer of this. The author of this. The author of this, yes. So the pronouncement. Your boss, could be a new boss, or it could be Greg, makes a pronouncement about what they or the group will be doing new or fix, and you experience some or all of the following. The idea is a pie-in-the-sky thing. They're saying it because it is what you or perhaps their bosses want to hear. There is no context or process around the pronouncement. It is a mic drop moment, and that is it. Everyone is looking around asking, what is going on? So, Greg, how does this affect our relationships and the work environment? Yeah, well, you know, yeah, I was going to say, or, or it's just completely out of the blue and, and makes no sense at all and not in a direction or a zigzag from the direction that you thought was the commitment going forward. I will add those extra points that that could occur as well. Um, 
you know, again, it, again, you know, it all comes down to relationship. If you have a good relationship and if trust me, because this can happen, right? I mean, we get inspired. We go on a course. Uh, we read a book. Uh, we, we, we have a dream, <laughs> who knows, but as leaders, sometimes we get excited and we see what we think is the vision for the future and it, and it isn't. Um, so if you have good relationship with your folks, um, I've seen this where in my situation where I've been really excited about something and I've got some truth warriors that are, uh, that are really close to me that are really honest and I have a great relationship with me and we'll say, uh, Greg, uh, can we talk? And like, like, what the heck are you doing? And and it doesn't go anywhere further. And then you come back and you say, okay, let's let's look at the intentions of the idea and what could we create towards that. Um, but that those those are in the best situations. In the worst situations, especially if it's a new boss, minimum eye rolls. Um, uh, maximum stressful situation that I can't deal with this anymore. I got to get out. So it's a full range of what could happen, uh, especially when there's no context, especially when it really seems pie in the sky. But pie in the sky without context or without meat is is like a, is like a dream. It's not a, and not a good dream. It's like a nightmare. My favorite reaction to something like this is when people just ignore the whole thing. Right. Yeah, lots of people do that, especially the folks that have been there a long time, but it's a new boss, and oh, here they go again. You know, this they've been they've been paid the big bucks to come and shift us to Zag, but it you know, it'll last for, you know, the six months. Let's wait her out. Yeah. Or we've or we already did this seventeen years ago. Right. Right. Well, it's interesting because you, you kind of outed yourself that you might have done this once or twice. But you know, you've always been really, really open about that you're a seven on the Enneagram, Enneagram and yeah. this is this is right in that, right? That's right in, the, you know, it's in your sweet spot, right? To come up with new ideas, new ways of doing things. And I think it's important, uh, you know, maybe I'm taking one of the points later on, but it's really important to understand who you are, that you might have a, uh, this might be something that you like to do, that you just get excited about these things. And that's probably why you were hired, right? Is is because you bring that perspective to things. Yeah. And you know what? I, it, the Enneagram is such a great tool and I love it. And I, I use it in all of my coaching uh, uh, assignments now and also in my team building. But from a sevens perspective, uh, for those folks that know the Enneagram, uh, the growth line of a seven is a five and you're a five. And fives are reflective. I go inward. I think through this. I I I uh, I, I put things into priority. I slow down a bit, um, and I put a little meat around it, and then that allows me to move forward uh, in into a better situation. And it's funny because a a, a, a seven, we have this growth line between a five and a seven, and a five's growth line is to be a little bit more bold and jump out and and uh, a little bit more enthusiastic and move faster in the in frontward. So it's this beautiful line. So I would say later in my career, early in my career, I was more like this. Uh, um, but as I learned to grow into my fullest self, I actually now still get inspirations and excited. But I take a little bit of time to reflect. I grab those folks that are around me that are more in a five mindset or a thoughtful reality mindset and say, hey, here's what I'm thinking. Uh, what have I missed? 
And, and what would you tweak in order to make this a possibility going forward? And then by the time I come, it's much richer, it's more fuller, and more people can get on board. So uh, yeah, it's a, great, it's a great comment. Well, it's interesting you talk about that because knowing that I'm a five and you and I have had a bunch of discussions, I mean, you've been my coach a couple of times. And uh, I think, uh, you know, sometimes I am that party pooper. It's like, hang on for a second. Let's think about this. Let's give some thought to it. Let's slow down the process. Let's have some conversations about this. And, and hopefully between the seven and the five, we come up with a good approach and it's thought out and, and people buy in and stuff like that. So I, I, I just consider myself sometimes a party pooper. Yeah. And I'm going to call you a party planner. Oh, that's excellent. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because we know I like parties. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that, that's interesting though, because uh, I didn't think of this when we were kind of writing this, but you know, who are you and what do you bring to the table? I think that's important. Yeah. It actually might be here. I just haven't read this in a while. Well, you know, and the other thing is, is you're, as you're, and we'll actually want to give the employees, we'll talk about this, but if it's not there, we'll jump ahead as we sometimes do. And it's, if you are more of a planner, um, be curious about what, what, what in it is inspiring. What are the possibilities? It might not be quite as, as far in the, in the light that uh, the person is bringing forward, but usually there's something good in it. And it's again, that those differences. So we'll leave it and we'll get back to it. Probably it might pop in there. So, well, I think we actually developed this, this episode like five or six weeks ago and we just haven't gotten around to doing it. And, and the first one we taped tonight was me. And then this one was your, you know, because I think people are keeping track of who gets which, who gets their, their way on this thing. So just, we each had one today, just so if anybody's worried about it. Well, and, you know, I thought sometimes, you know, it's like we picked the ones that we failed the most. Um, and uh, I would say the fallen I've had to manage the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that you failed in that one, but you did, it was a challenging one. And, and you've been uh, more recently involved in some things along those lines uh, and, than I have, but because I've been out of that part of my work for a while. But this one is definitely one that I have misstepped early in my career. And I've learned to just shift a little bit, which makes a more realistic pronouncement exciting and meaningful and actually effective. But Cool. So what are some common sense things as a manager to help deal with this situation, Greg? If you're starting a new position with a new team, listen more than you talk. Everyone will be listening to everything you say, and they will sense if you are actually listening. Yeah, I heard, you know, we've all heard um, our mother's uh, statement that says, you know, God gave us uh, two ears and one mouth for a reason. I heard one the other day that said, uh, um, uh, we have eyelids and not earlids for a reason, <laughs> which I thought was pretty good too. Because, you know, it's, it's like, how do, you, uh, how do you really just, sometimes it's even just, just really listening and deeper listening. Um, and listening means not just to the words, but to the emotions and to the uh, energy around a person, the aura, all those things. Please take more than five minutes researching and thinking about something before you commit and communicate to the group. Mm, that's that me shifting to the five, man. It's just like slow down. And y- you might end up in the same direction, but it'll be so much richer if you not only slow down, but you ask questions. You know, even if you have the big idea, um, chat, like going, but that first point combined with the second point is, you know, kind of go in and ask questions, discover, um, 
capture the energy and the ideas of a person because normally you will find parts of what you want to do in those conversations. And then by the and then taking the time and researching and thinking about it and then articulating it back, when folks hear it, they're gonna hear the things that you had chats about. And it's just gonna make it so much more powerful. So yeah. And don't make pronouncements that have no basis. Don't be pulling stuff out of here. Unless you're like if you're if you're a magician, that's really, really good. But uh, or if it is uh, if you're going to do that, um, set it up. So, you know, I have done situations that say this is a, a BHAG conversation, big, hairy, aggressive goal or audacious goal, the Jim Collins work, where you just say, okay, uh, here's the bold idea. Now let's all throw our ideas around to see how that might get there. But it, it's not a it's not really a pronouncement. It's a. Uh, it's almost like a brainstorming session going for it. So I think that's probably the difference. Don't make a pronouncement that this is where we're going. It's okay to stretch people through a goal or a inspiration, and then say, "Let's pick it apart." You know, let's let's kind of let's let's you know, it's all get the get the rally going. Well, those types of sessions are really helpful. And I know in the police, we used to have case conferences where if there was a team working on something and they're up against the wall. They would, we would have a session and the rule was no stupid questions, no stupid comments. Let's just hear it. And people would just like bizarre stuff would come out, but we would be talking through a problem and trying to help the people that are in that situation by just throwing stuff at them. And, you know, the more diverse the room, the better because it, they would get so much from it. So I agree with you. There's, there's sessions where you do this and it's really, really healthy, but everybody knows going in that that's what the session is for. Yeah. So I, I, uh, uh, created early in my career, and I use it in a number of places. Uh, they're called pathways to dialogue, and one is the discovery dialogue. And discover dialogue is just that. It is about big ideas. Don't have to take your ideas, uh, but they will influence the the end result. Allowing that um, discuss or the d- d- uh, decision dialogues are are ones that there is a decision. So, but it's declaring what is this, and then going forward is is so important. Consulting with others before uh, this takes place will help them, uh, your goals be more, your pronouncement be more attainable and to help with the buy-in. And I, I think, you know, it's just that, you know, reading the room, having good conversations, it's just so important. Well, you know, what's really great about that. And I use this, I'm working with a couple of organizations right now to define their mission, values, and vision. And I always suggest that you start there. Go and out have conversations. Uh, ask people what they're experiencing. Discover the story. So what happens is that by consulting ahead of time, not only gets ideas, but normally it gets stories, personal stories of where people have seen something happen or experiences happening in the past or strengths that, that the team has brought forward. And those are so powerful when you actually uh, do end up declaring the direction you're going. Uh, you then have an opportunity to incorporate real-life stories of where that's been brought to life before, and that just grounds it more meaningfully. So you're right. The consulting up front not only gets input, but often gathers rich stories that help create momentum towards where you're going. And people can tell when you're reaching. It's very obvious. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And again, it comes back to declaring, yeah, I'm reaching, but I want you to stretch, and we might not get there, but but let's stretch beyond where we are. You know, there's that great exercise 
with reaching. I don't know if you've seen this, where you, you have stickies and you um, get a group of people and, and get them to stretch as high as they can and put the sticky on the wall. And then you say, okay, I want you to actually stretch beyond that and try even higher. People always can stick it higher. And then you say, the highest you can go. And then you say, no, I want you to try one more time and stick it higher. And they stick another sticky. And it always goes higher. So there's no problem with reaching. It's just being realistic in, in that reach. When you're sometimes doing a pronouncement, you're just trying to feed something else. Yeah. You know, uh, authenticity, uh, you can sense it. Inauthenticity, you can sense it too. So yeah, uh, you know when you're when you're just singing a song, you know it's you know people feel it. And be careful when dreaming. Don't make it sound like a concrete goal. And I think this is that authenticity. You say, listen, I'm just in a dreaming little conversation here, and I'd like you to just let me bounce some stuff off you. You know, if you say that up front, oh okay, okay, it's going to be one of those. Okay, I'm dealing with Greg. He's a seven, so we're gonna we're gonna sit down and have a little session, and that's fine. But you know, I think it's important people that know that that's what you want to do at that moment. I agree. We, in all of our podcasts, we talk about context is key. And declaring up front what this is and what it isn't is so important, especially when you're wanting to people to reach and stretch and something like that. And I had people can tell when you're reaching a second time in this list. So it must have been something I wanted to emphasize, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> tell me something. Uh, uh, I, f I feel like I should be uh, uh, what, what the, one of the psychologists. Tell me what, what you're thinking here, uh, Alistair. I well, the minute you went Carl to, Young. The minute you started talking about stickies, I went into, yeah. uh, uh, into uh, all sorts of thoughts and memories from the past. <laughs> Ensure that you aren't peacocking early in a new position. We all feel unsure and want to, to make an early impact, even with sometimes pronouncements or promises. Right, right. The actual uh, question says, and want tomato an early impact. So I'm not, sorry, I, 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 <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, but, um, and, and probably it's, it's kind of interesting because tomato in your face, when you peacock early, you, you do end up with food in your face. Um, uh, yeah, but you know what? We all want to, we all want to show up well. We all want to be successful. But just uh, balancing that, uh, of how, what your success, um, you know, what you're trying to do, because it's it's so easy to fall into this. Uh, the I am gifted and I can bring results, and even with good intent, sometimes you know, I often will say sometimes even good intent has a bad impact, and over enthusiasm, over belief on what you can accomplish can sometimes come across as arrogance and peacocking. So my typo might have been a Freudian slip. Is that what you're saying? I might have been. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. As employees, there are a couple of things we can do to assist. When a new boss comes in with good energy, be thankful. Yeah, no, I I agree. And you know what? Uh, I'm not sure if this is in here, but we, we do this a lot, is know yourself. Because if you are a party planner slash pooper, um, know that innately – you have the gift of seeing the risks and a gift of making sure the details are in place. So sometimes people who are over-enthusiastic are going to annoy you. Um, but if you recognize the value and the gift of them, they'll stretch you and that you can bring something really positive to that thing. So, so you're right. Uh, you know, sometimes with a, a boss with good energy, it's, 
Amen. Love is a, and gratefulness is a great start to uh, growth and engagement and, and so many things. So be thankful. And change isn't always a bad thing, my friend. Yeah, it's not. I mean, especially these days. Um, if you're not changing, if you're not reacting and responding, you're going to be left. And, uh, you know, we're probably a little too much change is happening right now. But still, you need to be agile and adaptive in order to survive. And if your boss, especially if they're new, starts having a discussion about ideas or promises and promises, jump in. They need your help. And it's a great opportunity. Yeah, and again, it's how you show up, right? Um, I was talking to someone the other day about giving feedback. And, and in a situation where some, this was a, not a great situation where, where they felt that someone is, was really negative towards something and went to the bad side of things. And, but it's the same thing in this is, is in the good stuff, starting with, boy, uh, I think there's some really interesting things in that idea. Or I can see you're super excited about that idea. Uh, acknowledging what you see, uh, be authentic, uh, but acknowledging what you see, and then bring your contribution. I'm wondering if it would be helpful to also do this to put your context. If you're a, if you're, we've talked about the five in the Enneagram. If you're a planner and you see some really opportunities, how do you bring? Don't say that won't work because we don't have a plan. How do you How do you build upon? You know, I I really was excited about this part of what you said, and I think what could maybe even make it better is this. So sometimes it's how you contribute to. So yes, jump in and contribute to a building perspective or a positive question perspective. Well, the, the next the next point, you know, is just that listen and give constructive feedback and information in any of the discussions. And I think one thing we didn't write down here, which is just popping up for me, is just realize and name it that none of us likes change. And if somebody comes in, especially if they're really keen on it and all that stuff, you know, it may tick us off. Mm -hmm. And we might, even if it's the best idea in the world, we still might have some resistance to it just because we don't like change and we might have to do something different. Mm -hmm. And we, it may be, you know, that you talked about those folks that just ignore it earlier on. It may just be that, man, we've been through this so many times where we get a little, um, we get in our ruts. And we get we go automatically to this won't work, but there might be something new in that. So again, it's that opportunity to be curious and and see what is this in this that I might not seen before. How should I be thinking about this differently before I respond? And then if you're still feeling stuff, I my favorite phrase is you know something's bubbling up for me. Um, here's what I'm wondering about, or here's what I may be worried about. Does that resonate? So you can bring it in a way that contributes, uh, but doesn't kind of put your hands up and say no. So I'm going to jump back to the manager side for a second. And I think it's really important as a manager, if you're coming up with new ideas and maybe you're even new, you have to be really cognizant that there are people there that are entrenched, that have gone through this cycle time and time again, and how important it is to develop a relationship and an open line of communication. And just realize that, even saying that, saying, listen, I know I'm probably your eighth manager in the last 10 years, and I, I have some ideas, and you've probably heard that before, and I appreciate that. And I know I'm happy that you're here, and I, I am going to call on you to get some, get some information and feedback from you on some of the stuff I want to do. I appreciate, you know, you guys know the business better than I do, 
and, and just call it out. I think it's a great idea. You need to acknowledge that that exists on your team. Yeah, I love that. Again, it's just being honest and upfront and authentic to saying, you know, hey, this is a situation, this is going to happen. How are we going to be? Here's what I'd really value if uh, you, you enter the space. But I can sense that you've probably gone through this before. New boss, new ideas, and sometimes that gets tiring and that. But here's what I'd like to suspend judgment on both sides. And I'd love that you come with an open mind, look for solutions, but also help me see the things that I don't see because I'm new and I wouldn't know. Uh, if there's times that we've tried this before, I'm okay for you to share that. And what did you learn last time that we might be able to tweak this one to move on to the, like just create the space for dialogue. I think that's a great idea. And, and, and say it, listen, I've been told to do this faster, better, cheaper, bigger, whatever it is that, you know, maybe you have some marching orders coming into this place, say it, mm -hmm. say, it, listen, you know, there's a new market. We need to take advantage of it. Otherwise somebody else will. And, and just say, that's what it is. And I think as, as a manager, there's been times when, it isn't the new idea, but it's a new employee. Like I've had people put on my team that have been struggling in other places, have been in the ruts and stuff like that. And and I think there's a, a reverse thing too. You know, you're in a team and you're doing some, you know, things are happening. All of a sudden you get somebody who comes out of a bad situation, right? And and I've always been really upfront with these people. I said, listen, things are happening here. I'm glad you're here. You have these skills and we need it. There's some stuff going to be happening and I need you to give me a hand with this. And, and jump in and give me your ideas and stuff. But just to let you know, there's stuff going on here. I'm happy you're here. And I understand you might have some crap over there. I don't care about that stuff. What I care about is here and now. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, you know, manage the situation. Sometimes it's the people you find there, but sometimes I find, you know, I get tagged with some people that may, may be struggling in other places, may have personality conflicts with other people. And it's like, listen, the, the slate's clean. Mm -hmm. Things are happening here. And, uh, you know, this group of people were... We're talking about getting, you know, doing some changes and some big ideas and stuff like that. You're here too. Welcome to the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. And I think sometimes we have to look at ourselves and, and take a look at the times when we did this as well. Because I think all of us, no matter what position we were in, we've done some pronouncements. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Greg, this is like the fastest podcast episode we've ever done. Like, we're almost done. Well, you know, it's a... Uh, maybe it's because it's a pronouncement. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, but again, this is just, a, this may be a simple one, but it's a really good one that almost captures the insights of many of our podcasts. And that is, um, you know, uh, uh, really making sure, especially if you're a new manager, uh, be thoughtful, engage others first, um, collect and, and build trust before you start pronouncing ideas. If you're under pressure to do something quickly and you don't have time to really build relationship, then be honest and to your point, just say, hey, uh, this is the task we're at. Um, obviously, I'm new and I don't know all the, the depth of experience here. What I do bring is this. Um, here are my initial thoughts. Uh, I'd, uh, here's what we need to deliver and I'd like to get your insights on. So it all comes down to um, building trust either before, creating relationship, um, getting insights and ideas early on, engaging others quickly. Um, and that's either if you can do that before your pronouncement, then beautiful. If you don't have time and you've got a timeline to turn it around, then just be honest and do it in progress. 
uh, with regards to it. And if you're an individual who is experiencing that, remember that we're all different. Some of us are big idea people that help us stretch and think beyond. Some of them are help are people that take those bold ideas, make them realistic, and make them happen. And we all bring in interesting perspectives and strengths to the table and uh, uh, looking at how do I make this, how do I support this in my own way, how do I contribute best is, is, uh, is, the, is the best thing I would say for um, whoever you are, whatever member you are on the team. I agree with everything you said. I, I just think I'm going to emphasize a couple points. Read the room. Mm. You know, be thoughtful. And um, I got to tell you, I don't like the stickies up on the wall. It's just taking me back to a whole bunch <laughs> of stuff, my friend. So uh, we're not going to talk about the stickies. But uh, as a person, you know, if you're on the team, on the squad, uh, like I go back to like every job, every organization I've worked, you know, when somebody new comes in. And it's so important to develop that relationship to the point where you can talk about stuff, you can have frank conversations about things. Uh, what we have to remember as a member of the team is that things will always change. Mm -hmm. They're not going to stay the same, no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the outside circumstances, the things that affect what you do, it's all always going to change. So you might as well, you know, belt up and join the drive and try to, especially if it's somebody that's new to the organization or maybe maybe it's a younger manager, right? And you're an older team member. Well, this is your opportunity to, to have some influence. You know, maybe you're the subject matter expert, whatever it is, but you just can't ignore it forever. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes that actually works. You just wait them out, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if somebody's very... Uh, uh, really wants to climb the ladder, like, you know, they're here for a quick win and off to the next thing. But, you know, maybe that does win sometimes, maybe that does work. But um, especially if you have a lot of experience, corporate knowledge, that's that's really important. Mm -hmm. And and I hope that, a, you know, a manager that's making pronouncements is taking advantage of that stuff yeah. and, and used it as part of their calculations and, and their creative uh, process. But... Uh, no, no. I mean, it always happens, right? Like every place you work, every time a new guy comes in or, you know, somebody comes in, whatever it is, or maybe there's just a new emphasis, you're going to have to deal with it. So how do you want to deal with it? Mm -hmm. I agree. So uh, we hope that some of what we've spoken about you find helpful. We hope that we didn't say anything uh, you found offensive or made you angry, but uh, Greg, your philosophy. Yeah. Philosophy is from my first coach and uh, it is that she described that Greg during the sessions there are going to be times that are going to be crunchy that you might even be a little bit peeved off at me uh, because I'm bringing something to light that is really important to reflect upon, and that's what a good coach does. And uh, equally, there's times when you bring times of joy, helping recognize the things that you're moving in the right direction, and both are beautiful things. In fact, I would say that probably the crunchiness is where you have the most growth. Um, the joy gives you the fuel, but the crunchiness is really where that growth happens. So we hope that in our each of our sessions that something you listen to might have created a little crunch and hopefully created a little joy as well, and that in both situations you uh, take it, learn from it, and do something with it. Uh, I got to agree with you on that, my friend. I'm reaching for the sticky. Yes. See, this is a good sticky. This is a good sticky. New Zealand, welcome to the club. New Zealand, wow, very good. Yeah, I don't have the name of the city. It, it didn't pop up. Uh, sometimes um, our listeners, they, it just shows up as a country. Sometimes it is a city. Uh, I'll, I'll look, 
but I, I couldn't see anything. But uh, New Zealand, I, I think this might be the first time that I, I, they've popped up. Now, our analytics are limited uh, to 50 of anything. So, you know, 50 cities, 50 countries. So this city might not have made it into the city list because I'll tell you right now, Greg, we got a lot of people in a lot of cities listening to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know we've got a good group in Australia and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, um, it's but it's nice to have some folks in New Zealand as well. It's another one of those places that I'd love to go to. I've heard uh, many uh, family members have gone there and really enjoyed it. So uh, welcome, New Zealand. Yeah, I don't know about your viewing uh, habits, Greg, but I think I've watched everything from Australia and everything from New Zealand. Yeah, they have great, great TV. Great TV. Um, anything else before you head out and pack and get ready to go golfing, my uh, friend? Are you good? I am good. Uh, enjoy the week, and I look forward to uh, coming back to the next podcast taping. All right. Uh, remember, folks, take the time with the people you work with. They are an important part of your job, your success, or your failure. Talk to you next time. Take care.